I had a viral clip for like seeming fearless and I think it's a lie. (laughs) I think I'm so full of fear. It is so just based in pretending to be fearless. Yeah, it's the perception. You know that you have that in you. I don't know how this became a motivational podcast. (laughs) (laughs) You know that you have that in you because you've done it. Yeah, but can I do it again? That's the fear. What if I can't do it again? What if what if we're all fraud i'm such a fraud dude i don't even know how to explain it to you but i had this um realization one time like if i am an imposter Uh i'm really fucking good at it yeah you are (laughs) oh i haven't been recording this whole time i was so sure i pressed the button I'm the worst. It's okay. It and happened pretty early on. And that's how 2024 <laughs> will go. <laughs> and you know what, Ariel? Believe it or not, this is not the first time I've done that. I believe it. Okay, we have Yenta on the road. <laughs> we have Yenta in bed. Ah! This is so sexy. Cozy Yenta. Cozy Yenta. Cozy Yenta. Um, we have Yenta on the road with Ariel Elias. Hi. This is crazy. Ariel I, Ariel is a famous headlining <laughs> comedian. Uh, has been uh, all over the internet. Has been on Jimmy Kimmel. That's has true. been on New Faces. JFL. Oh, yeah, I did New Faces. How do you forget that? Because it happened in... Oh. Hold it a little closer. Right. Yeah. Do I have to teach Thank you, you how for to teach, the microphone, teach me Gen Z. Oh my god! Um, because it happened in 2021 during COVID. It was in LA. We didn't get to go to Canada, and then nothing came from it. <laughs> oh, that sucks. <laughs> it's okay. I got a good clip. Uh huh. I didn't know that. So they did yeah. it in in LA. Yeah, we, there was. COVID. Remember the time where we just couldn't leave the country? Yes. Yes. We couldn't go to Canada. They wouldn't let us. And you know what? I don't blame them. No, they were right. (laughs) Because we have so much COVID. COVID aside, they should still (laughs) still keep us out. Let us in. Um. Anyway, oh wait, we'll do we'll do a quick uh uh recap. Okay. Again. Okay. Of our of our uh, friendship friendship, of our budding friendship of our our brand new (laughs) snuggle buddy friend. Because it's funny because we I probably know you the least of any guest that's been on the episode of on the podcast, Mm -hmm. but we are the closest. How many guests have you had uh, a sleepover with? You know what? Believe it or not, this is the first. (laughs) So this is the um, this is the best. I mean, I don't know. This this is gonna be this is gonna be cute. I do think one of the cool things about comedy is how when you do stand up, you end up in a in a car on these road trips with total strangers. I know. And then you're bonded for life. That's how you get to know each other. And I'm like, I always hear other comedians talk about that on their podcasts. And now here you're doing it. Is this your first road weekend? I'm living the dream. I've done. um, I've done like other shows on the road, but always by myself yeah so yeah i guess it is it's my it's my first road weekend with with a with with a a person with a real person and these i mean it is mostly by yourself yeah which is why it's really nice it is i know and i'm i'm a good road buddy you are a good road buddy i'll i'm i'll I'll, you know i'm easygoing i'll schmooze i won't schmooze i'll listen yeah i won't listen but mostly i listen yeah, yeah, great listener. It's been great. Oh, 
thank god i mean we still have one more night one more show yeah but. we'll see okay so we met at my new york comedy festival show mm-hmm. i was a big fan of ariel's and i was like do you want to drop in on my comedy show i'm a really big fan and then you did for Hashem. but i almost didn't but you almost didn't sorry and um but i made it but you made it at the, in the nick of time and uh two trains and a cab to get and i was almost going home i was on a train to go home because i had given up on making it to your show yeah and if and then then i dm'd you you better come you're like please come there's (laughs) there's time there's time yeah but i i hate leaving home i love going home so much it's Mm. one of my favorite activities in the world is just to go home and you have a cute home (laughs) thanks oh yeah you've seen my home i know You've um, met my mom twice. I've seen your home. <laughs> we are, this is fast friends. We're tight now. Yeah. But I made it and the show was great. You put on an amazing sold out show. Yeah. Full of queer Jews. My people. Uh, and I am one of those. Yes. And so I was really happy to be there. Yeah. And then for this, I needed somebody to come with me. And I didn't, first of all, I didn't realize that you were based in LA. Mm. I just assumed you were in New York. But it's also this thing of like, well, who do who 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 do I want to spend two days with and my New Year's Eve with? A stranger. And you're you're knocking it out of the park. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you hear that? I'm a great opener to all the all the comedians listening to this. Bring me on the road. <laughs> I'll just. Especially if you're doing a Jewish show. Yeah. <laughs> I do a lot of Jewish shows. Yeah, and Jews pay well. So even <laughs> if you're not Jewish, take me as an opener. Even if you don't pay well, I'll, take I'll still do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, what else did we? What else did we talk about that we that should didn't re- get recorded? That we should oh, I was telling you for your thirtieth birthday. Yes, you, you should do something significant. For me, that was going skydiving with my brother. And my the person who I was strapped to was way too casual about the whole thing. What was he like? He was like he didn't really talk to me, and that and I were you freaking out? I wasn't freaking out, but I did want to bond with him a little bit because in case if, you die, in well no, but in case something went wrong, I wanted him to feel like an emotional connection with me mm. to want to save me. Mm-hmm um yeah because he wouldn't care about his his life <laughs> yeah it would more just be about your connection about me yeah mm-hmm. but i i asked him when we were going up i was like oh how many of these jumps have you done today and he was like you know four and i was like uh i was like how are you feeling and he was like like i just like need a need a coffee it's <laughs> <laughs> like oh jumping out of a plane four times hasn't given you the rush yet and he was like no and i was like oh this is another day at work for you it really do you feel like that's similar to a stand-up does it get like that it does sometimes yeah and you try to not let it get to that right you try to hold on to remembering that this is magic and anything i think in stand-up you're like anything can happen and Mm -hmm. i think that's a great mindset in skydiving i don't know if you want to go in with the mindset of anything can happen right you want to go in with the mindset of this should be exactly the same (laughs) as it was last time no surprise no yeah (laughs) this should be really boring so yeah we were gonna do a our 2023 year in review yes and that's where we realized that i wasn't recording okay still yes the light's still on now the light is on and um we're okay. 
<laughs> are we okay we're okay uh okay i'm gonna so I, I wrote down like my highlights from each month of the year did you when does that notebook start what date this notebook starts rosh hashanah of last year uh september 26 2022 okay so it's like a little bit over a year okay but i'm almost done with it as you can see you the see best my, feeling you see my little stickers i do those are cute that's a that's from a, a gynecologist <laughs> listener I'm, I'm it's, <laughs> a strawberry. it's a picture of a strawberry that, Bisected. Looks, that yeah. looks like a little little baby pussy <laughs> sorry that was so weird <laughs> get out of my bed <laughs> <laughs> um uh yeah and then we were saying that you oh when you first start stand-up you have so many firsts yes but you have like you're a fucking headlining comedian that has everything so that actually makes money doing stand-up <laughs> that part is really nice yeah but, but in your first couple of years yeah. you get to see how like you grow so much so fast mm -hmm. most people do if they're good if they're working at it right i don't think you should be good your first few years well do you feel like you need to have like some kind of something raw to to be able to like develop it to be really good or do you think that if you as long as you just work really hard you can be as good as everyone else no i think you need something raw i think you yeah. need like a kernel but i don't think you need that to be successful <laughs> mm, Ooh, i think there's talk? a difference between being successful and good no because we tried to shit talk on the way down here and every part you just kept saying how wonderful each person was. like you were like let's shit talk do you know so and so they're so kind and that's my brand. <laughs> I will never be mean. And everyone listening should know that. That's, I mean, that's really cute, but I think I can, I think but a few more weekends with but me. And you, I think you didn't we'll shit talk there. either. We don't know any of the same people. That's true. Because also, you're I too did famous. shit talk a couple of people. You're too, but you, you should talk to only like really famous, successful people. Who you still had to look I up because you didn't know who they were. <laughs> <laughs> well, all old, famous, successful people. I'm trying to like. You're oh. so pure. You're so you're so cute. So, can you make me less pure, but like in a not sexual way? Yeah, but also in a sexual way. Almost exclusively, the only way I can make. <laughs> you less pure. Um, I'm having fun pretending to flirt with Ariel this whole trip. Pretend. Even though, well, yeah, I okay. hate to break it to no, you. No, I get it. I'm not into straight women. And I really think that's so healthy. And I'm yeah. really glad to hear that. Except that one straight girl that I told you about with my first <laughs> sexual experience. <laughs> but that's, that's it. how you learn your yeah. lessons. Yeah. You yeah, learn yeah. from your mistakes. Yeah. And I think she was a little bi because we did have sex. So anyway, um, I could shit talk Amy Schumer. Really? Well, not my really. best friend. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have nothing actually mean to say about her except um, my first show ever, ever. She dropped in on my on that show. The, the, your first show that you were on? The first show that I was on. And she went to um, two people after me. Mm -hmm. And she went for like 20, 30 minutes or something. Mm -hmm. And everyone was like really pissed because they were like, I want my time. Sure. And that's the whole story. Yeah. But she was great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and was, I loved her. Was it a show that you got paid to do? Uh, no. Okay. Yeah. Because that, okay. What? 
then yes because that's then the only thing you're getting out of it is the time on stage yeah because sometimes at shows there will be a famous person who bumps you but you still get paid and you're like you know what fine yeah at least i'm still just getting them yeah can i tell you the nicest person who's ever a famous person who's ever bumped but Mm -hmm. didn't bump so roy wood jr do you know who he is no okay girl um (laughs) what Roy Wood Jr. is a comedian. Mm-hmm. He's like a real road dog. He's on The Daily Show. Okay. He's a correspondent. Or was. Oh, he just I know laughed. who you're talking about. He's um, like, he, he's a black guy. Mm-hmm. He's like, has a little mustache. I think sometimes. so. Yeah, I know he is. Um, super funny. So he, one time at Gotham Comedy Club, he came through. And look, when a famous person comes in, there is this sort of collective thing among all the comedians where you're like, I'm about to get bumped. Maybe you have another show that you have to get to. You're like, am I going to get to do this spot? Uh, All all of these factors. And if I do get to go up, I'm going to go up after this famous person. The audience isn't going to be paying attention. They're going to be over it, whatever. So there's always a little like, anytime a famous person comes in, Roy Wood Jr. came in and then, you know, the management of course is like, hi, do you want to go up? When do you want to go up? Do you want to go up now? And he was like, no, that's okay. I'll I'll go up at the end. And he just sat down uh, and watched the show and was like, la- and that is, like, I understand professional famous comedians can't always do that because mm-hmm. your time is limited and you're very busy. And especially when you get older, you have families and you want to go home to them. But that move, I already loved him and I love his stand-up. Imperfect Messenger, I think, is one of the best specials uh especially for one that was recorded during COVID. Mm -hmm. But it was a move where I was just like, yeah, I love Roy Wood Jr. I think he's a good person. So. Wow. Now who's bad at shit talking? (laughs) I only shit talk in the car. I don't do it on a podcast. No, that's smart. That's, and that, that makes sense. But yeah, I, I hope that, uh, when, when, we slash I am at a level that I can just come drop in at a show. Mm-hmm. I, I will sit and watch other comedians because I feel like that's part of the, if you don't do that, you like lose the love that you have for it. You're like not seeing the little sparks that everybody else has. It's that you're not seeing what younger comics are talking about. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I've had times where I'm watching somebody else, do a bit and it sparks an idea and I go oh I would have taken it here and oh that reminds me of a story that I have Mm. so and sometimes you can't I mean I told you you were like what did you watch this stand-up special and I was like I don't really watch Uh, them yeah I I watch specials yeah I, I like I watch them on the background or I try to like pay attention but it does get it does get a lot Okay, we're going through our 2023 year. Well, you, you, uh, how about this? How about we'll switch off? Okay. I'll do like a highlight from my year and then you do one from your year. Okay. And then we'll go back and forth. Okay. Okay. Try to remember. I'm going to do it in month order, but you don't have to. I'm going to try to. Okay. So January, let's see. January. Okay. My brother got married. Oh, my religious tov. brother got married. Baruch <laughs> <laughs> Hashem. Baruch Hashem. Um, and then also, that's when I shot the first episode of Yenta. I didn't release it yet, oh. but I shot the first episode. Um, my a January highlight. I was on the road a lot in January. 
which was cool and very fun. And that was my first time doing like weekend after weekend after weekend. I also got a horrible stomach virus in between and uh, uh, got to Toronto to do comedy bar. And that that was the first day I had gone without really you know expelling things oh and i was so weak that i sat down on 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 a stool on stage and that was my first time ever doing that and i felt so cool cool because you were like suave on stage i i mean i was so pale and sweaty (laughs) but and weak but it was it's a whole different it is it's it's a a whole different vibe i don't sit either i started doing this thing where i lean on the mic stand and that's oh cool that's cool dad energy Ooh, whew. stop flirting with me. <laughs> I legit <laughs> thought you had just smelled my onion breath. <laughs> <laughs> Ariel smells, you guys. <laughs> it's funny how this is like either you're disgusting or like you or smell so or like, ha. Ah. <laughs> that could be a good bit. Um, wait, because that was also January was like right after your Kimmel set mm-hmm. and your beer can yeah Uh, extravaganza yeah my first headlining weekend was new year's eve last year Mm. at the arlington draft house so january really kicked off like okay we're doing this wow and how was that show arlington draft house yeah i mean the shows were great and there were it was it was awesome but like i had no idea how to be up there for that long yet right so what was your longest before um, I mean, I had, I had done 45 minutes maybe twice before, but with no consistency mm-hmm. and there was no, I remember the first time I did it, uh, my husband saw it and afterwards he was like, yeah, I mean, you have 45 minutes of jokes, but you're not saying anything. Right. So, so Jane, so New Year's Eve, the Arlington show, I felt like, I felt like I still wasn't saying anything and I was still trying to figure it out. So that's how it felt. I didn't feel great on stage. I didn't feel comfortable yet. Mm. That's not not how I felt doing 20 minutes last night. Yeah, no, it it should always feel like like you'll get to a point. I remember doing 20 minutes and 25 minutes and being like, I have to say every joke I've ever written. Right. And you had the added challenge last night of it having to be clean. That was hard. That's really hard. And I did fuck that up. twice (laughs) on the car on the way back i was like ariel do you have any notes and she was like no notes except you did say fuck trump (laughs) it was well because the show was you no profanity and no politics i was like i don't remember saying at one point just goes like yeah fuck trump (laughs) i was like are you sure i said that because i have no recollection of it and then i watched the tape back and i was like yup i said it i said it and it came off my tongue like i just it was the audience it was the audience's fault yeah blame them because i said i said my dad hates trump was i allowed to say that or is that yeah no i think that's fine okay my dad hates trump and then they were like yes a few people wooed It's not oh, like the whole crowd me, burst it's, into it's, applause. It's, to me, I heard the whole crowd. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I'm with my people. <laughs> yeah. And you were. I, look, and I, I still, I think 95% of the people there right. totally agreed with you. But I didn't, but I did fuck that up and I am sorry. <laughs> Again, I, I do it's sincerely fine. apologize. Anyway, how did we get on that? 
Whereas I said you had the added challenge. Of, yes, of, of the cleanness. Yeah. yeah, which I'm excited for tonight because I'm gonna I'm gonna go all no in. restrictions yeah. tonight. Maybe except Israel Palestine. Yeah. Well, it's it. They said just keep in mind. Keep in mind. Oh right. Oh, right. Where everybody lies in this yeah. party. Yeah. This party. Which I feel like we don't have to talk about this, but it would be interesting to also talk about your experience posting on about that. Okay. Um, because I have spoken about it a lot and I can like talk about it. Okay, let's talk about it after. Okay. February. <laughs> February. Okay, I fell in love. Really? Yeah, with that woman that I was telling you about, but then we broke up. Obviously, oh. um, the the elderly, mm. the older one. <laughs> and you're right. right. Elderly is correct. It is correct, correct. You know, and also, but like it, for for us, it was a 14 year uh, age difference. Cute. I know. It was so hot. And then the other thing. Yeah, that's it. What about you? What do you got for February? I don't remember February. Yeah, that's Wait, it. I'm going to look at my calendar. Is that gauche? No, it's gross. I just want to, I feel like if I, because I also want them to not all be stand-up related. Yeah, <laughs> I, I have some it. personal stuff. Um, February. Um, that might have been, okay, this will be stand-up related. I did this Orthodox synagogue and bombed so really? hard. Really? Which one? I'm not going to say um, it was in New Jersey, though. But uh, boy, did they hate me. Um, why? Well, I mean, you're so Jewy. I know. But again, another thing, it's like I didn't know how to do this yet. Mm. And like you did 45. I tried to do 45. Okay. I did 30. Nice. <laughs> they were like they wanted 45. Mm. But also like I was bombing so hard that. I got to the end of the, I was like, I've only been up here for like 25, 30 minutes, but I don't have any more material because they didn't laugh ever. So I just rolled through all the jokes. So I got through that. I got through my first headlining bomb. Nice. Mm -hmm. What did you learn from that? Uh, I learned to uh, do a Q and a, if I can't fill the time afterwards. Yeah. Um, What would they have asked you? Oh god! I I I also learned like don't just sp- like at the top. I would say at the end of this, I'm going to do a Q and A. So think of any questions that you have for uh-huh. me, as opposed to just panicking at the end and being like, "Does anybody have any questions?" <laughs> and they're like, "No, we don't have any. We're not curious about you at all." Mm. Which is crazy because you're so interesting. Stop, right? Stop. Uh, anything else for February? No, I think that's it. Okay, March. I have. Uh, this is embarrassing to say in front of you, but 15,000 followers, which That's was exciting, which was big for me. That's huge. It is. It really was big. And then like my girlfriend at the time, um, like we went, we had like a little dance party and we went to the Abbey. Have you been to the Abbey in LA? Mm-mm. It's a really cute, it's a really wild gay bar and they have like a little bakery at in the bar. So she bought me a cake and then like shoved the cake in my face. Oh, do you like that? Are you okay with that? Yeah, it was kind of okay. hot when the way she and then she okay. like licked it off my. Okay, cute. Yeah, so that was fun. Oh, and then I also did my first show at the Hollywood Improv, which was really cool. exciting. In the lab. In the lab. Yeah. yeah, I'll do them. You know, I'm gonna manifest. I'm gonna do the main room. Yeah, next you are. Year. This 2024 main room. Let's go. Yeah. Okay. What do, yeah. You got, what do you got for March? Um, in March, I went to see Shucked, the musical with my <laughs> friend Molly. With a corn one. The corn one. Oh my god. So I got this was like my first. I got an Instagram DM from Shucked that was like, 
if you you know Shut if you like post up. like a story we'll give you tickets it wasn't it, it was in pre-production it wasn't like mm-hmm. official yet um but so i i did that that's really cool that was dude. a fun date we went and got sushi first and then we went and saw shucked the music we got really high which if you're gonna go see shucked that is the only way i recommend seeing it yeah. shucked is a, a very much a musical for if you are if you are from the south or just anywhere in the country that is not a big city and you're coming to New York with your family and you're looking for something to do, but you don't, and you want to see theater, but you don't want to see art. <laughs> <laughs> and that is all my listeners. That is shocked. <laughs> there was one really incredible song and all of the performers were incredible, mm. right? Like they're all so talented. Right. But uh, I don't want to, I don't want to shuck your yum, but... <laughs> and that's the kind of jokes that you can expect from shocked okay april we gotta move through these faster okay sorry no no it's my fault um april i spent pesach in italy which was nice with my family Ooh, yeah you know you can go to you can get really cheap passover programs in italy they have like it's like it was like twelve hundred dollars a person for eight days. It's kind of a bummer though to go to Italy and then not be able to eat bread. I know it's the worst. <laughs> it feels like a waste. And that is it's suffering on the most Jewish level. Yeah. Uh, what else do I have? Oh, I did this Hamantash and monologue show, which, if you can imagine, is similar to vagina monologues, but oh, cool. Jewy. And it was my first time ever doing like a mix of comedy and drama. It was like kind of a more. Have you heard of the Moth? Yeah. So it was like kind of a more of a moth style performance. And I spoke about like, it was called three times, uh, the last three times I spoke to my rabbi and it was about the line. And um, at the end of it, this girl came up to me sobbing and we just like held each other and Aww. cried. And it was one of the most powerful moments I've, I've ever experienced. That's so sweet. Yeah. That's really lovely. Yeah. Uh, if you were a hamantash, and what flavor would you be? What would your filling be? Chocolate, because it's the best one. Yeah. What about you? I don't know. I asked without having an answer for myself. Sorry. Embarrassing. It would be a jam, though. Yeah. That's it would be a jam, not apricot. Oh, I also did stand up in Rome in April. Okay. Which was cool because I was there for uh, Passover and. I was just like, de- I found an English comedy show and I was like, hey, can I hop on? And they said, yes. That's very cool. And I wouldn't say they liked me, but they <laughs> didn't hate me. <laughs> Sometimes that's the most you can ask for. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, for me, April was the first time I had ever opened for a woman and I ended up opening for three, Whoa. which was very cool. I opened for Melissa Villasenor in S- Pittsburgh. Superstar. We did, um, we did Carnegie Mellon. So it was also my first college. So you and had a ton of firsts this year. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, I did. I forgot. Yeah. This is fun to go over. Yeah. And then uh, I was at Moon Tower and I opened for Lori Kilmartin, who is one of my comedy heroes. She's great. She's queen of dark jokes. Yeah. Road warrior, road dog. I love her. She also one time sent out, she tweeted out a list of like transitional words for anytime you're doing a packet and it's helped me immensely. Huh. Um, and then Maria Bamford also at Moon Tower. That's so cool. So that was my, it was a very cool April. Uh, it was a very like powerful woman. Hear me roar April. I love that. To have never opened for a woman before. You're the second person I've had on this podcast. That's open for Maria Bamford. Who was the other one? Liz Glazer. Oh, cool. I love you Liz. know, Liz. Yeah. Yeah. She's the best. 
Um, that's what's, awesome. What's Lots your, of firsts. Yeah. What's your May? My May. Um, I have a few things for May. One, I did this uh, podcast episode called Three Ortho Dykes on a Couch. And it was me. Do you know Leah Forrester? No. She was on my show, actually, my New York Comedy okay. Festival show. She's a, like, very, um, you know, she's a, we talked about, like, comedians that are Jew for Jews or Jew for Goyim. Mm-hmm. She's a Jew for Jew comedian. She's, like, was really she's really big in the Orthodox world. And she's also ex-Orthodox and um, queer. And I had her on my pod and people that was like, but that's been by far the most popular episode so far still. And people really liked that. So that was like a really big turning point for me, I think. And then I also did go to um, Israel for my (laughs) 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 for my friend's wedding. And I had so much fun. And Where in Israel? Tel Aviv. Cool. The, the cool one. The, the place that it's like, you know, listen, we went to an anti-government protest. Of course. But we still were there. Yeah. And I was on the beach and my sister lives there and it was, it was a really good, it was a good time. Okay. What about you? Oh, and uh, I did, I did four shows in Israel and that was fun. I did three in Tel Aviv and in one in, one in Hebrew Jerusalem. or English? English. <laughs> 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 Um, in May, it was my niece's first birthday. And so we went to DC for her birthday and that was really, I don't really like babies. I don't really understand them, but she's pretty cool. That's cute. She's the only baby I really, I would touch. Yeah, that, that tracks. (laughs) I'm I'm the same. I'm really excited for her to turn like four. When she has like an actual brain. Uh, you know when she can like when we can play right i feel like i can't really play with a baby yeah, yeah, yeah i don't know how to play with a baby i should say so i'm excited for that so that was my that was my Same. May was great okay june i have um i did a table read for my pilot f- with this screenwriting group that i i uh i'm a part of oh i did a show with joey soloway i don't know who that is. they directed wrote transparent okay the show the, the show yeah, the, okay. em, the emmy the emmy award-winning yeah, cool. show <laughs> um and that felt like a really big accomplishment for me and that's my june that's a good one uh june we moved into our apartment which Ooh, you saw which was very nice um could use a little bit more cleaning it really could which is your job <laughs> it's my job um uh, yeah we our old apartment which was not far away from where we are now, but it there was mold growing. There was a leak that they were never going to fix. And then they were raising our rent by $400 or wow. $500. Uh, so we moved to this place. We looked for a really long time. It felt, it was so stressful. It felt very like a huge relief when we, when we were like, Oh, okay, we can, cause we also yeah. wanted to stay in our neighborhood and it's so hard. Yeah. Why do you like it? Oh, can I say where you live? Yeah. Why do you like Astoria? Um, I like that it's where we have the park. The food is really, really good in Astoria. And I, everywhere I've lived in Astoria, I've known my neighbors. Yeah. I feel like that's a you thing. It might be, but it also just feel like when we moved into this place, everybody on the block already knew each other. Oh, okay. It feels, it feels just like very community. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But nobody else moved there. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> we don't need losers I, there. i'm not i don't increase my rent please yeah. um july july i 
Well, I actually forgot to say May. I did break up with uh, the person that from February. And then July, I started seeing this other girl. and But it was very casual. Mm-hmm. And then I also uh, did a road trip to Denver. And I did some comedy there. Cool. Um, I was actually there for work. But I was like, I'm just going to drive and also just do comedy. Was that your first time in Denver? It was. It was really great. It was really great. I always hear comedians talk about how great Denver is. It was great. What made it so great? Um, Just like the scene was very alive. It was very interesting. It was like I did. um, I went to Comedy Works and I did like just like hanging out with the people there Mm -hmm. was really. And and the comedians were just really diverse. And the room was unbelievable. Like, yeah. Yeah. What do you think of Denver? I love Denver. Yeah. I haven't been there in a long time. Uh, it's probably been 10 years. No Jews in Denver. Really? Yeah, no. That's disappointing. I know. Too, out, too outdoorsy for us. <laughs> <laughs> Our stomachs will just hurt too much yeah. going up on the mountains. It's not humid enough for us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, my July, I did actually get to go to JFL in oh. Montreal. Nice. Not as a new face, but just as a as a person. I had never been to Montreal before. Uh, I genuinely was shocked by how much French they speak. I've heard, yeah. It's one of those things where you're like, oh, this really is like a different country. Yeah. You know, like Toronto, you don't feel like you're in a different country. But Montreal, you're in a different country. Well, aren't they like kind of like sassy about it too? They're very sassy about it. They don't want English. They're like, bonjour, hello. And then you're like, hi. And they're like, yeah. Oh, the French. And I'm just like, I'm sorry. But I think it's cool that they all speak. I mean, look, I know that people there have, it's a whole thing. And there are like people who are very extreme about it. But I do think it's very cool to see this sort of, you know, emphasis on cultural preservation yes. and, and language and all that stuff. Um, so, yeah, that was. How was that, that was show? Um, it was a few shows. Mm. Honestly, <laughs> I struggled. <laughs> I struggled a lot in Montreal for a lot of reasons, but also I'm not great in party situations and festivals mm. are parties. So I always have to like turn it up mm-hmm. and then I feel exhausted the rest of the time. Yeah. So. Huh. Yeah. But I that's would, a me thing. It's not so it wasn't the shows. It was like the social stuff. It was all of it. Yeah. All of it. I just never felt like settled or comfortable. Mm, how? Yeah. I'm kind of like that with, um, I don't know. Like I, I am a very social person, but then when there's like a bunch of comedians around, I get like, eh. yeah, it's cause everyone's so obnoxious. <laughs> <laughs> well, the other thing, except you, <laughs> obviously <laughs> the other thing with it is like, I am sort of like for a long time was like behind my class of comedians. Uh, so like all of my friends got late night shows before I did, or they did new faces before I did. So by the time I went to Montreal, it's like most of my friends had already done that. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have like a, like a buddy. Oh, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I didn't, I didn't have like my crew of comedians. Okay. I also, my friends from stand up who I was like very close with have mostly quit losers which might all, that might be a me thing also what <laughs> i don't know if i push them to no i'm just kidding oh are you announcing um, it on this sh- no 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 so so that so it was just it was just an isolated oh it experience, might be a you thing like they just didn't want to hang out with you so or, they had to quit or like i am attracted to people who do not want to do stand-up mm. <laughs> 
Present company excluded. Yeah. As I, I was like, I'm, I'm not going to say it. Also, I'm too embarrassed. Okay. Um, okay. August. August. I bought a guitar. Cool. I. You're a big guitar person. Your I, friend I, Alyssa was telling me. Last was night. she? Yeah. That's so funny. What did she say? She shout out Alyssa Shapiro who came to my show last night. She said she was like, because you guys went to high or school together. Sh- sorry, I'm so sorry. Your show? No, our show. No, no, no. You guys went to high school together, and she was like, so if you want to know any of the stories, and I was like, I feel like Ray was probably like a good kid like what kind of trouble did ray really get into like what what were they like and she was just like i mean she just always had that guitar like everywhere the guitar was such a big part of them that's so cute so i think it's really great that you bought a guitar just from the little that i know about it it was a big moment Mm, not that big but i tried to do um guitar comedy musical comedy how'd that go It went really well the first few times I did it, and then it started getting bad, so okay. I stopped. <laughs> uh, I also did a few shows in Salt Lake City. Comedians were not nice to me there. Hmm. And I also went to Yellowstone with my mother, and she got my car into an accident. Oh, no. Just the fun, just the bumper. Okay. But it was nice besides Why that. weren't the comedians in Salt Lake City nice to you? They were just so aggressive. They were like... I think it's like the kill Tony energy that we were talking about. It's like, they're very toxic. They're very, yeah. They were like, they didn't want to. And that's something I've done so many times. Like I've just gone to a city by myself, just been like, Hey, can I hop on some shows or like gone to mics or whatever? And people are usually pretty friendly. Salt Lake city. They were not. Hmm. Well, I did one show that was a queer show and there. They were actually really friendly. Okay. But like the straight shows, they were not. Do you think they were just like territorial? Yeah, because I was just so good. Like a shelter dog. They were like, what do you got so. for August? August. Um, oh, August. I, I did a lot of really fun shows, but the ones that stand out were I did some don't tell shows in Delaware. Mm. I love Delaware. Yeah. Delaware is like, like I had never been, I had never spent time in Where the in state. Delaware? We were in Dover. Uh-huh. And some other places too. Uh, Rehoboth. Hmm. Uh, we stayed at a comic's mom's house, and like she made a beautiful breakfast for us. That's so nice. It was really sweet, and like you know, I met his his sister and brother, and it was just one of those little like magical weekends of comedy where you're just like, oh, this is why this is special. We went to the beach. Yeah, it was kind great. of like this weekend. Exactly like this weekend. <laughs> I'm sorry I didn't make and you, you breakfast. And you did meet my mom. <laughs> <laughs> I did meet your mom. No, you didn't make me breakfast, but you've been buying all my meals, so I yeah. feel like I've been taken care of. You are being taken. You're my care sugar of. daddy. I'm your daddy. Oh, it's so hot. Okay, what do you have for September? September, I subletted a place in Los Feliz, which was so nice. I um. I had Sammy Cohen on Yenta, the director of cool. uh, You're So Not Invited to My Mitzvah. That was huge. I love that movie. And they were so nice and like just very, just a joy to have on the pod. And um, uh, yeah, that's that's my September highlight. Did you, what was your relationship with that movie? Because as we talked about in the car, you didn't really have like a bat mitzvah. Yeah. A real bat mitzvah. A real bat mitzvah. A Torah bat mitzvah. Right. But you did have a party. I did have a party, okay. um, but it was a not like that kind of party. <laughs> yeah, no, me neither. <laughs> yeah, at all. I mean, to be honest, I'm like, 
I am a little judgy of that of that kind of party. Yeah, this is where it's me. like this a is, whole debutante ball kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, and it's like you should not look like that. You're 12 years old. <laughs> we, I didn't do that either. Like at our synagogue, yeah. it was, I didn't, I didn't have a theme. Oh, in Kentucky, you didn't have a <laughs> giant party. <laughs> but I still had a party, and it was at a hotel. Okay, that's pretty fancy. Yeah, right. Yeah, my my party was at a shul, like at a hall. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Now we had a DJ. I want to say like Hillcrest Jewish Center. That's where mine was. Yeah. I mean, I thought the movie was great. I had so much fun watching it. And like when Sammy was on the pod, they were just like, yeah, we, you know, this was like a very specific type of bat mitzvah experience. It's obviously not representing most Jews, Jewish bat mitzvahs experiences. And like, whatever it is, what it is. I'm also just like, how can a 12 year old look so good <laughs> they look like that now they look they all know crazy. how to do skincare it's and like insane. no it's crazy i can't i can't believe the it. kids are the kids like, look great i was like there's no way she's 12 like she's actually 17 and she's just playing a 12 year old but she was and then i looked her up and she was 12 okay october october was a tough month i um i was in well i was supposed to go to israel for my cousin's <laughs> wedding. The way you can whisper. <laughs> for my cousin's wedding. And, um, you know, obviously that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Um, is your cousin okay? She's okay. Her husband is in the reserves. Mm-hmm. So he, you know, she's struggling a bit with that. But, like, and, and, and we can be pro-Palestinian people and pro-Israeli people. Yeah at the same time yep just for all no you said it on stage last night and i I really i and i appreciate the way that you emphasize people yeah i learned the hard way (laughs) 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 not to say (laughs) pro-palestine palestine and pro-israel because that means Uh very different things to different people yeah which i learned uh, and this is like, I had people straight up tell me this. When you say pro-Israel, that means pro-Israeli government. When you say uh, pro-Palestine, that does not mean pro-Hamas. That means pro-Palestinian people. Interesting. And that is logic. That's really fascinating. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. We like we like people. So, we have to say people so that um, people don't freak the fuck out. Man, words are so important. Words are, yeah, crazy. Um, and then I, I did go to London. I, I did some stand up in London. I, was, I basically went to London on my way to Israel, but I, then I had to go. And back. they're like, I think I'll just hang out here. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> just stay there a little bit longer. Um, and, and that was a really fun trip. And That's I did good. comedy in London, which was a sh- crazy. It was very different, but fun. Good. Yeah. Okay. What about you? Uh, for October, my husband and I took a vacation for the first time in a while mm. and we went to Tucson. It was... That's where you went for vacation? Yeah, dude. Did you go to Saguaro National Park? We sure did. I love that We went park. to the Desert Museum. Mm-hmm. And then the best part was I'm a big... I, I love space. I love stars and stuff. So we went... We like drove up this mountain and went to this observatory, this giant telescope uh, where you like they give you like a little lecture on astronomy and then they take you into the telescope and show you a bunch of like planets and stars and stuff. Cool. It's so dark because Tucson, we learned, is the only city that has a light pollution law. Huh. So it's darker and you can see I mean, it's so dark up there that when you're up there, you can see the light pollution from Phoenix. Wow. 
So that was the coolest. I saw a shooting star. Uh, I saw Saturn and its rings and moons. Uh, I learned how to like find certain constellations. It was the coolest. Oh it was the God. best. Okay, now it makes sense that your dad had that nerd <laughs> Star Trek joke at your wedding. <laughs> so it really wasn't about him. It was also about you. But that's different. That's sci-fi. Oh, so different. I'm so <laughs> I'm not, sorry. I don't love sci I do love Doctor Who, but that's the only sci-fi mm-hmm. that I'm really into. But I love, I, I just love, I love space. I really love space. I love a planetarium. I love a telescope. That's great. Tucson was amazing. I'm happy for you. Yeah, thanks. You should be. November, I had my uh, sold out New York Comedy Festival show. Yeah, you did. We met. That was was the highlight. Meeting Ariel. And uh, I got, I'm going to put quote canceled. Okay. (laughs) Because obviously I'm still a very successful comedian, but a few people did uh, cancel me. And, you know, just it's the ups and the downs of life. Yeah. Life is complicated. Oh, November. What do you got? Uh, November, I did uh, a synagogue in Pennsylvania and went there with Hota Hersey who is a writer for Rami. She is Muslim and wears a hijab and is so funny. I thought it was like the, the synagogue where we went, they were so like welcoming and warm and Hotha was so funny and just knocked it out of the park. And it just felt like one of these little moments of like, this is what the world needs a Mm, little bit. mm -hmm. Uh, they, I did do a Q and a after that one. They had so many great questions for both of us and it just felt like one of these little, it was just a little magical night of like, this is what it could be. This is what stand up can do Yeah, when we're all willing to like both give and receive openness. Why, do, why aren't there more interfaith stand up shows? I don't know, but I want to, I want to do a bunch more yeah. i think it's like a i think it was it was very cool it was That's very, so smart it felt, it felt nice you know politicians are not going to save the world but stand-up <laughs> comedians <laughs> 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 and that was the right response Thank you. uh december my brother had a baby yeah he did so we started the year with the marriage we ended the year with the baby uh i got uh, my a new apartment Okay. I, my b- first big boy apartment in LA. So excited. Solo apartment. And my first time opening yeah. for, for a headlining comedian who is kind of a bitch. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yep. um, no, she's actually really nice. Like, so nice. And and my first time doing a Yenta pod in the bed. Um, my December highlight was my friends Molly and Julie and I completed The Artist Way. Oh. Which was, it's a 12-week program. So you actually stuck to it. We stuck to it. That's impressive. There were certain weeks, obviously, where like, you know, you kind of fall off a little bit or you don't do all of the assignments. But we met every week, Mm. either in person or on Zoom. We tried to do in person as much as possible. And I think it was also really nice to, for the three of us just to hang out once a week. It felt really special. Did you do the affirmations that were like, my creator <laughs> wills creativity I really, for I me? I really tried. I couldn't. I mean, I know that like going in, I, I was really trying to get myself to a place of 
buying into that and letting go of some of my sarcasm but I really struggled with that part yeah but I still do my morning pages I still really try to really prioritize an artist date um I try to just be more open and make space for creativity but yeah I couldn't I, I had a really hard time getting behind the god stuff yeah <laughs> that's surprising <laughs> do you believe in god i believe in a higher spirituality something but i don't i don't believe in a god that has an actual impact on our day-to-day lives crystals yes <laughs> <laughs> amethyst and topaz oh yeah what do those do you just carry them around with you and shake them around and then they are they like balls for girls? Yeah. <laughs> they're, not, they're in my sack. Just something to I just I, I, I keep them in my pussy. <laughs> to feel powerful. Um, what do you feel like you did? Like, where do you do your morning pages? Well. You have like a, no- a notebook? Yeah, I have a notebook. You it's do a morning there. page notebook? I do, you yeah. Do three pages a day. Three pages a day. That's awesome. I did miss yesterday. I've been missing them more since we stopped. Yeah. But I'm really trying to make sure to prioritize them and also not beat myself up when I miss them. Right. Do you but feel like you got you get a lot out of it when you do it? I feel like when I write the morning pages themselves, I'm not necessarily getting anything out of it, but you're just making space in your brain. It is helpful. Sometimes there are things that I don't know how I feel about them until I write them down. Yeah. Or sometimes I have anxiety. I have a lot of weird anxiety about, I have like a fear of throwing up Hmm. and, uh, I heard that norovirus was going around and then I got in my head that I was getting it and I wrote it all out. Like, all of my feelings about it and then afterwards I f- didn't feel like I was getting sick anymore and I was huh. like oh this was just psychosomatic wow I know morning pages will solve your me- your diseases they'll help yeah at least with some don't of the, go to anxiety. the doctor. don't go to the doctor just write down just all your problems um okay what a beautiful hi- highlight recap yeah this was nice um do you have any goals for next year yeah not resolutions I think but but goals i wait i'm just gonna check that we're still recording because now (laughs) (laughs) yes no we are we are recording audio but i want to make sure the video the phone is still yes awesome good (laughs) one day i'm gonna have a real producer is this wait is this what it's like when you record pod with gianmarco so no, easy. it's very is it just very as low budget <laughs> what he doesn't have just a phone he has like four cameras set wow. up around the room but he does it's all so the much. producing himself right or does he have a producer no there's, oh, a, there's, there's a, a producer. producer oh god damn it but he they're not in the room oh. when he's recording i think he sends it all Okay. I don't really know what he does. I just I occasionally know. pop in when his very successful co-host is on Broadway. Yeah, well, I mean, I would argue that you're also very successful. I'm trying, but his co-host is was literally on Broadway. <laughs> he was Josh Gad's understudy. That's cool. It's so cool. Yeah. Um, okay, goals for next year. Yeah. You go first. Record a special. Ooh. That's a big one. You heard it here first. I feel like I'm ready. Yeah. 
I feel like it's there. Do you have um, a plan for that? Do you want? Are you gonna self-produce? Are you gonna? I would like to not. Uh huh. I'd like to have somebody else's money. Yeah. Be put in. That would be nice. But we're gonna see. I, it's my. It would be my first one. So I also know that the. It's not like I have a million options. <sighs> but yeah. Do, can you like? Well, you have pretty handwriting. You write in cursive. Thanks. Sort of. No. Yeah, you have pretty handwriting. It's what like a mix of bad and good. Somet- Is it? Um, do you write everything in the same notebook? Do you have different notebooks? I have different notebooks. This is more of like my emotional notebook. Okay. Like, it's just how I feel. Yeah. And then I have a separate like comedy notebook. Yeah. And then... Oh, this is like a mix of emotion, like, you know. <laughs> Does that say extreme gay? <laughs> <laughs> and that's how I talk to that's myself. Really that's just me talking to myself. <laughs> um, these are like, this is, a, this is a, whatever. This is just like a note for, it's a way to keep this um, page. Because I, I, I like to do like reviews of things. So this is like, I have to remind myself of my social media this is a real inside yeah, look. Yeah, no, I, lo- I love seeing how people notebook. Yeah, my social media, like, I wrote guidelines, guidelines. But just more, like, reminders, like, make stuff that you want to watch. Like, uh-huh. like, post things that you're proud of. And if you're proud of it, it doesn't matter how it does. And blah, blah, Aww. You know, shit like that. To make myself not feel bad about my life. Um, um, okay. Other goals. Goals for next. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, make more money next Ooh, year than I did this year. I like that goal. Make enough money that I can afford a cleaning person to come twice a week. Ooh, we talked about that, right? Yes. That would, be, that would be huge. That's my goal, too. Um, take my husband on more vacations. Try Aww. to remember to rest. And I really want to see my friends more. I know that's a, that's such a vague whatever, well, but I want to yeah. keep seeing Molly and Julie once a week. I want to keep trying to do that. You should tell them that. No, they know. We've, oh, they we've know. been trying. It's, but it's hard right now because um, Julie's out of town and also Molly is going through chemo. So we have to be really careful oh, with dude. like, we have to make sure we're all healthy to hang yeah. out. Um, but, and also like we have to come to her. Right. But, um, but that is like definitely a goal is like prioritize friendships. Yeah, that's big. Why don't yeah. you guys should start another book club? Uh, yeah, I would love for reading to not be a part of it. Okay. <laughs> no well, more Molly's reading. not the biggest reader. Mm. Are they also stand-ups? Yeah. Or artists? Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Okay, my goals are Do you have like social media goals? I'm going to go I'm going to I'm going to manifest 50,000 followers next year. Yeah, my 50,000 subscribers on YouTube. That's big. That was also on my list this year, which yeah. I didn't hit. I'm yeah. so close to 40,000. Nice. Um, but didn't quite hit it. Um, I would like to keep just posting consistently. I want to have um, Hannah Einbinder on Yenta. Ooh. Do you know her? Personally, no. Yeah. Hannah Einbinder on Yenta. That would be cool. I want to... I want to get a lit agent. I want to get an agent. But I think I need to be more successful for that to happen. Um, yeah, gone are the days where they take a risk. My two intentions for 2024 are like one and one is being able to live in the questions is what I'm calling it. Like mm. I don't need to have answers for everything. Okay. And I need to just be more comfortable being in the questions. <laughs> <It's> so Jewish. <laughs> 
<laughs> how dare you <laughs> it, yeah no it is but i feel like and, and i was uh uh did you see maestro with bradley mm-hmm. cooper well like whatever leonard bernstein has a quote where good art doesn't answer questions but it provokes them mm. and that's what i'm also trying to do with my stand-up mm-hmm. and like being comfortable just being like here's a bunch of things i don't know but you you have to talk about this now because i'm yeah. bringing it up and then the other intention that i'm having for 2024 is if if you if you lose you win and if you win you win in win that, win if you fail you win and if you succeed you win in that okay. like as long as you tried you're winning oh yeah just do your best okay just try. that's patronizing that, yeah, that is patronizing <laughs> <laughs> um yeah yeah what are your intentions what know? what is an intention just kind of like an overall theme of what you want to do i think i w- I want to be fearless or not fearless, but less fearful. I have a lot of fear Mm. around. I think one reason that I haven't pushed as hard to record a special is I'm so afraid of what comes next Mm. of starting over and not having that material anymore to fall back on. That's real. Which is something that I know every artist struggles with especially comedians because we're expected to have more output but I really want to yeah overcome that fear and that I think there's also like a lot of fear of judgment because I it's one thing to just put up clips but it's another thing to put up yeah here's my here's the things that I've really been working towards I hope you like it rough so and then we were talking about this a little bit I have a lot of fear around like the possibility of starting a family Mm. um, and having kids and I I think I I want to make sure that that decision that I make is not fear-based so I think this year is is like I had a viral clip for like seeming fearless fearless and I think it's a lie (laughs) I think I'm so full of fear. So that's that's my intention next year is to is to is to be a bit less fearful. Oh, what, that was so powerful what you just <laughs> said. No, it really was because what you're saying is like it is so just based in 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 pretending to be fearless. Yeah, it's the perception. You know, it's just all the perception and like but I think the perception is that is what matters, right? And like you know that you have that in you. I don't know how this became a motivational podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you know that you have that in you because you've done it. Yeah, but can I do it again? That's the fear. What if I can't do it again? What if what if we're all frauds? What if I'm a fraud? That's no. the, I mean, always. Isn't that what we're all, every creative is afraid of? Literally. What I'm if su- I'm a fraud? I'm such a fraud, dude. I don't even know how to explain it to you. But I had this um, realization one time. I was like, if I am an imposter, uh-huh. I'm really fucking good at yeah, it. Yeah, you are. <laughs> okay, we're going to close out with some questions. Okay. How was the beer you drank after it was thrown at you? It was a high noon. 
it was fine. <laughs> it was mostly empty. Here's a little secret. I oh, I bet you want to know what the rest of that secret is. You know, the only way, the only way you can know what that secret is, is to go to the Patreon. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Yenta. Ema, let's go. Say, do, do the pitch. Go hear a great, amazing podcast. We talk more about the beer can incident and just more. About, I, you can go watch the full uncut episode. You can do it for free. You can have a free trial. And it's uh, it's kind of a no-brainer. Am I right, Ema? No-brainer. She keeps being like, why aren't you making money on this yet? You should be making money on it. <laughs> so help me make money, please, so my mother will be proud of me. Always proud. Always proud.